Parade of Dicks. I am your host, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. Howdy. Howdy. Shlantra. I don't even know what you just said. That's Irish for toast. No, it's not. Shlantra. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) What are we talking about today? You said you have updates. What's new? uh, So, uh, yeah, um... In the past couple of episodes, uh, I've been blessed with a couple of people to have gotten to know and enjoy. Uh, Ugh, just so you <laughs> say enjoy. It's gross. Um, no, so I've been trying to get to know slash dating two people. One of the, one of those people uh, I really like and I would like to pursue more. She's not as interested and has been on vacation for a week, spring break teacher uh, and then the other person phd researcher um takes care of lupus stuff we've been enjoying each other's company there's a wrinkle though a couple of days ago wednesday this week i went out with another date with another person a third person third person new person look at you new person options okay i don't exaggerate much but this one crushed it crushed it okay. in maybe 90% of the criteria that I would like in <laughs> Your a particular partner. Okay. Just like superficially, right? Take so the wrinkle time. is that you have too many options. Now. It's not, no, it's not that That's the That's your update. The, the, the wrinkle is like hopefully one of, like I'm, I'm, ho- I'm now confident one of these will work out. One of these three. One of these three is your future wife uh, and mother I, of one and a half children. I, I would start saving up for a um, destination wedding within the next 12 to 16 months. You're going to or you're telling me I have to? I'm telling you. <laughs> that, you know. Well, that's funny because I actually discovered the other day I had put money aside for my own destination wedding. And since um, it's off, <laughs> I realized I have all that extra money. So I just... Slid it elsewhere. Not into the Janelle's wedding fund. Wait, wait, what what is more important than that? Uh, Replacing my furniture and possibly moving myself. That is true. That is true. I moved it over into the moving fund. Um, Which I started, by the way, as soon as I moved into my current place, mm -hmm. like five years ago. And not that I put into it regularly, but when I have a little extra money. Or if I decide, like, I want a new microwave, but I don't, there's no point in buying a new microwave where I live now Mm -hmm. so then i put like let's say fifty dollars into it for when i move to get the new microwave and not take it with me yeah that's smart and you have a lot of like logistical updates with regards to your called off engagement and whatnot but before we get there you want to finish your wrinkle story it's a little bit i just want to see how all about john l yeah for the first 10 minutes (laughs) let's see uh, how how much you know me if I were to, um, let's say, describe somebody that I would want to be with, let's Tall start with physically. Head. Okay, one of two. She'd be cute. Okay, she is. She's tall, but she's not a redhead. Uh, opposite. Oh. The reddest redhead. What is the reddest redhead person that you would want to go? What do you mean? Like, what is the, if you think about a redhead, what ethnicity kind of uh, Usually they would to? be white and Irish. Very Irish. Fucking Irish accent, thick. Oh, I hot. love a good Irish accent. Hot, yeah. Oh my god, that oh, that's was... why you were trying to say something in Irish. Oh, oh my god, it, no, it sounds so bad. It is bad, it is bad, but yeah, so, um, yeah, f- 
physically checked 90% of everything and she's a pleasant. There's two things. Uh, and, and, very and she pleasant. got one out of two. No, no, it's like, no, it's just like the, you know, usually it's, I don't care about height, but if, you know, if I were to choose. You do, you like to climb. A little bit, but yeah, this was, this was great. Uh, she works in an international humanitarian group. There's only a couple of those that people would kind of uh, deduce. Uh, okay. Fairly successful and fun. Ah. Fun, fun. And I will end the note that here. That means she drank heavily on your date? Oh, no, not too much. Irish girls can drink. She did on our second date, which was yesterday. Oh, you had two already. Two dates. So the first date was... Does she have her papers? Yeah. 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 She's been here. Like She's uh, of uh, British descent, but she works for the U.S. So she's fine. Um, okay. She's been here for a while. Does she want to get married and have kids? Do it you is like do option. a checklist? Yeah. I mean, the, the checklist checks uh and the good thing about it is she's very clear like she's you know it's not one of those i have to get married i'm open to get married but the most important thing she's looking for something serious like hey let's not waste each other's time which i will um kind of do a little bit of a preface of what's going to happen on our third date so first date Knocked it out of the park. It's Both good that ends. you're just living it day by day here. Yeah. 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 100%. <laughs> First date, uh, knocked it out of the park. Both ends. Just like a, a fun couple of drinks, couple of tacos. Talk, get to know each other. Make sure that we're not crazy. Okay. We had so much fun talking that we immediately scheduled a second date, which is a couple of days later, uh, the following Friday. That was yesterday. In this, uh, as, as of time of recording, uh, we did Dumbo. Walked around park ate some more and i brought her to her friend's uh a party un party somewhere in um brooklyn uh went home and then i got a call back hey do you want to come up and do another drinks crushed it with our friends okay good but this is the conversation that we had in our first date we had so much fun during our first date that we immediately planned our third date okay which is where she's gonna pick a a Airbnb somewhere three to five hours away. Okay. And then we're just gonna drive there. And we're gonna spend the weekend together. That's a pretty intense third date. Again, um, so if this not is, wasting any time. If this is our last recording together, you know that if uh, you it know, worked out, I, or she's a murderer and she oh. serial killered me up in the Catskills somewhere. Who's supposed to take care of whiskey? It's just overnight, so she'll be fine. No, I mean if you die. Oh. Well, a lot of people will prefer whiskey over me anyway. What do I get? Whatever you want. Who's your life insurance policy to? But actually, my ex-wife is still in my... I need to change that. The fuck? I need to change You've that. You've got poor friends. Okay. <laughs> do like a lottery. Put that on your checklist. That's, oh, that's true. You know what? My 401k and my life insurance... Who's your insurance? emergency contact if there's an emergency for you? Oh, it's like uh, my mom's uh, a close friend here in Long Island. Okay. Just in case, you know, like real, real emergency. Yeah. Yeah. But it's my speed dial is you, uh-huh. your former partner, uh-huh. uh, and like two of my coworkers. Okay. Two coworkers you're still on good terms oh, with? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. the one that you used to be really good friends with, not so much anymore? No, no, no. We're, we're, we're all still close. Just like a little farther. All but right. yeah, so that's the update. There'll be more after the the third date. One week from now, once we get we get back, hopefully if I get back in one piece. But that okay. is, it's fun. the The past the two dates were exceedingly. But you haven't slept together yet. Oh wait, what? 
So you went up and you killed it with drinks, and then mm. you did at her house. No, here. Here. Okay. Uh, after yesterday. So, so you went up to the party, went up killed the it with the friends, and then brought her home with you. Yeah. And how she was She asked it? to stay over because she lives in Jersey. Oh, okay. So she said, okay, can I sleep over? I was like, no Only problem. after you went to the party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no expectation. So how was it? A little too good. A little too good. Because you can't, you can only do once, twice a week now. Hey, th- old man, th- three to five, depending. That what is not what you said. Definite- on literally the last That's episode. True. The thing is, one per session on my end. So it was too good because you lasted like three seconds. So she was disappointed. You know, you you uh, you say that. I know too much. She'll. I will record. Maybe we'll record her actual oh, verbatim. That would be fun. She's very open. She's very down. She knows she's, we do this. She knows that we do content. So okay. she's very interested on. She hey, knows it's for, about dating. No, no. I just like I. We didn't even. I. I told her this is your thing. So. It's very important. It is. It's very important. <laughs> you do most of the work, but mm. yeah. Um. It's very important that you disclose it because apparently podcasts are a big thing. Because I had a big old fight with my there ex this week. Perfect segue. Perfect my, segue. My 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 portion is done because more of the fun stuff will be after next week. Yes. So when now we, can we get reviews. We, now we can. Why are you telling them I'm segue? You're supposed to just let me segue. I'm saying like, all right, go ahead. Please. Just acknowledge later, like Lucy, that was a good segue. Lucy, <laughs> what no, what do you want to talk about? So I had a big old fight this week because our breakup episode, which we recorded recently, um, went up, and it was my way of announcing that we had broken up. Um, and the reason that I did that was a few reasons. One, we haven't been recording really recently mm-hmm. and we are sort of documenting our journey yep. in looking for partners. And I think that's important. I think we do have some fan. I at least have some fans and I think they want to know what's going on. I think if people have been following posts and blogs mm-hmm. and, and podcasts, like that's sort of part of the deal. And provide full context on, because like posts are bit snippets here and yeah, there. Yeah, they're snippets, they're funny little mm-hmm. quips. But, you know, it's um, it's part of putting that stuff out publicly, I think. And I'm by no means a celebrity, but, you know, I'm a performer and people know yeah. and they follow along and I do have fans and they do support me in various ways. And I had recently posted that I was looking to move. That actually had nothing to do with our breakup. That was part of the catalyst because I've been wanting to move so much, but like me looking for an apartment. And then, you know, we sort of, I think we talked about before that um, we're sort of dividing up our um, joint purchases. Mm -hmm. I'd never purchased furniture with somebody before. And so we're having to talk about all those things. And I don't want to keep most of the stuff that we bought. So I said he could take it, Mm -hmm. but I obviously need Need furniture. furniture So then I was like trying to work out when I'm going to get what and what I'm going to get and need help. And I was posting like, do I know anybody that has a truck that does moving or, you know, some muscle guys or whatever. And so people that are paying attention and are following along started asking me questions. Piecing some information. Yeah. And one of them even said, like, I'm not fucking Sherlock. So if I'm seeing it, I'm sure other people are. I said, I just wasn't ready to announce it yet because it's hard. I'm sad. I cry most Mm -hmm. days. 
and like I understand that this is probably a necessary thing and he's very sad whatever so we recorded about it I hadn't mentioned that we were recording about it I thought about it but I just kind of thought it was unnecessary and also several times this past week he's like who are you talking to like if I'm texting someone which used to be a joke between us and now I just respond Nanya and he was like Nanya Who's mm-hmm. Nanya? I was like, Nanya, Nanya business. <laughs> I bought a bunch of rhinestones that I, because like Swarovski is stopping it. And so he's like, how much money did you spend on that? I said, Nanya. Like, this is not your business anymore. That's true. And it's not me being shady or nasty. It's just, I'm kind of being playful. We are still living in the same place right now. We are totally amicable. Mm-hmm. There's no like... You know, I have moments of passive aggressiveness because it's uncomfortable and I'm mad. I feel like he's like leaving me, right? Mm. But I'm not mad at him. I want him to be happy. I want him to have the things he wants. But so anyway, I didn't mention it. And then I and then when I posted mm-hmm. it, I was like, oh, he's going to see this because he follows me on Instagram, not on Facebook. And I didn't want him to be shocked and surprised. Yeah. So I thought I was doing a good thing by being like, hey, just so you know, this is going up today. I didn't want you to be upset. And he responded like he was fuming. He's like, this is why we're breaking up because of your big mouth and doing he's mm-hmm. is a very private person. Yeah. And I said, but you have known that we have had this podcast the For whole what? time we've been dating there's since been, before we met. There's been topics where we've been negotiating his his participation. Yes, I've been trying to get him on the podcast mm-hmm. for a long time. He doesn't want to. He and I talked about it in the beginning of our relationship, said I wouldn't use his name. Mm-hmm. Anytime I post any pictures with him in it, I ask him if it's okay yeah. to post. I realize that people are going to make those connections, and he's smart and realizes that too. So, you know, and then he said he was never going to listen to it. I said, that's probably best. best. Yeah. And it is what it is. But he also knows who I am. I am American, so I am louder than a mm. British person. And I talk about lots of things because I don't have the same privacy issues. I'm not really embarrassed by who I am. Yeah. And I don't have those issues. So um, not that I'm proud of everything I've done, but I just don't feel the same way he does. So This is got- your content. This is your life. You, you... And you since package he knew it that in from way, the beginning, yeah. yeah, I think like he kind of signed on for that. And I definitely think that once you break up with someone, you don't get to regulate that anymore. So if you remember a couple of years ago when I broke up with the Canadian, mm-hmm. he got mad. I was talking about him on this and on Facebook and he sent me a message and I said, don't well, follow me. Like, yeah. don't contact me. I don't give a shit what you think because Maybe my you shouldn't have fucked up. He didn't even really fuck up. He just ended up being a dick in the end, but that's fine. And this guy hasn't fucked up either. It's just like, it is what it is. My thing is, if you don't like the story I'm telling, maybe you should have... Made a better story. Yeah, like, because I do really try to tell things raw and how they are. Granted, we all have our own perspective. Mm -hmm. And I think our listeners are smart enough to know that. And you obviously, like, you defend him a lot of times and things, and we're just discussing it. And part of the reason for having these discussions, whether they're on a podcast or just with your friends, is because you're checking yourself. You're making sure that you're not being unreasonable and, like, seeing other people's points of view and all that stuff. Our perspective is inherently biased from our perspective. That's why you share it to friends. Maybe your friend group is a little bit bigger than most, or you have a little bit more... Uh, wider audience than most people but in the end this is your story you say your story however you way you want it to the best of your abilities some people make it 
entertainment. Some people make it document documentation. Some people flat out lie. But you know that's why it's not just you on the mic by yourself telling your story. I'm still here too. Right. Um, so our, do you do you feel like the child's caught in the middle now? Because you always say we're like your divorced parents. No, I mean like yeah. What if he yells at you? I mean, I, you I, knew you yeah, let this happen. I, you produced it. That's true. I and I've actually thought about it a little bit. Like I, I imagine what if, you know, uh, we are scheduled to hang out in a few days. Uh-huh. He's helping me move a big piece of furniture out of my apartment, so I need muscles. Uh-huh. And you know, I was kind of like testing the waters. Was because I don't know from from our from your preamble before about um, him being fuming the a couple of days ago. Was he upset about just the general situation? Was he upset about the 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 story? Was he upset that I was there? Was he upset with me? I I don't know what happened. It so it's always about you. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm concerned with what my friends are feeling. I know, sure. I know what and you care about that friendship. Yeah, and again, I but again. I'm not going to justify, I don't need to justify anything or provide an explanation for everything. I listened to your story. I'm part of the story. I gave my my input. I don't think I need to justify. Why do I have to justify it? If we're not together and if he's leaving, who fucking cares? If it was part of us staying together mm -hmm. and a compromise in a relationship, Mm -hmm. fine. I'm not disrespecting him. I... I try to preserve his privacy as much as I can and also tell my story. But, you know, and he was like, I'm still grieving. It's like, yeah, but before you were grieving, you had a different reason. And before that, you had a different, like, it's always, I feel like my life has been on hold for three and a half years. It has prevented us from doing some content on this that Mm -hmm. I would like to do because I'm respecting his privacy. But I just, um, I want to move on. I'm starting yeah. to look at Hinge. I want us to be able to talk about the fucking old ass dude that says he loves soup dumplings. Like, are you really trying <laughs> to pick someone up by putting that on your dating profile? Soup dumplings? It. What is hot? I love a I good love dumpling. But is a soup dumpling hot? There, there, there are plenty of prompts on Hinge that would be a lot sexier than soup dumplings. Yeah, and yeah. the burritos. Like, it's just, it's not fucking hot. And so I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing the horrible choices that are out there. I want to be able to talk about it. I need men to move a very heavy antique couch. Yeah. Guess what? They're going to be more likely to help me if they know that I'm available. Yeah. That's fine. I can live with that. I have no problem with that. I need to find an apartment. If people realize I'm living with my ex, they're more likely to help me find a place. Like those are just the realities of life. They're not things I'm proud of. They're not the way they should be, but it's just the way it is. And 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 to to be, you know, part of the other side. We all understand how private he is. But then again, it's not his story. If he wanted to be more He lets pro- you film when you guys hang out and put it yeah. up. And there's, again, and I, we all understand, there's a certain level of respect that needs to be given to people that are not in the room. Because like, we don't hear his, his of side. Of course. We, we don't, we don't uh, hear his feelings or but how But you he say can. how annoying I am all the time. So in some ways, he is here. But also, <laughs> <laughs> no, but also is like, it's his choice not to participate. A hundred percent. It's his choice that if he really, really, really valued his his privacy, and he really, he he really did want more of an anonymous stake here, then he's always known that we've had. It's a relationship fucking podcast talking about sex, a little dating. bit of and dating, a little bit of culture, a lot of our dick disqualifiers and everything like that. He's known that for a very, very long time. And if he was that against it, he would have either asked you way more nicely 
or provided more clearer rules where, hey, I support you talking about, you know, fucking all of your exes and tech- talking about all of your experiences. But if we can keep all of our stories private, I would highly appreciate it. You may or may not have... He also uh, probably really wouldn't have dated me if he really cared about that. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I hey, at, at this point, dudes are stupid. Like, I'm, I'm already imagining what if, like, yeah, what if uh, I, I get married to a politician? You know how? Sure. Like, your your life is going to be under a microscope. I, I thought about going into politics in the last year, and I was like, I can't do that. that. I'm no. naked all over the internet 100%. and talking about dicks. Yeah, and again, it you know there may be a time that that's no longer that big of an issue but the point is they'll still somebody somewhere will still kind of like my mom's d- calling dice. can you hear my phone vibrating i'm sorry <laughs> uh, no but yeah it's like you know it there the the fact that somebody's life goes under a microscope is something that you have to opt in to be a part of but again this is yes and know, no if i go on one or two dates mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't get a yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, but again, this, the, but the, there's so many things I didn't share on this, you know, and um, it's I would have because I don't I don't care that much. But so that's just now I'm living in an argument zone, mm-hmm. and I was like, how long are you going to be mad at this for? Like, say your piece, but like you're leaving, so yeah. who cares? It's just another yeah. reason for you to like hate on me. And he's like, oh, but I don't want to leave, and I'm like, well, you are. So you obviously don't not want to leave so much that you're like willing to do any work to stay. And I'm allowed to have my feelings about it. And I think the process of breaking up is just as complicated and interesting as dating. And so I think it's actually important to talk about. I think people don't talk about those things in relationships enough. 100%. Talking to my friends that have been in relationships throughout my relationship with this person and being like, well, what do you do when you're mad about stuff? Like when you're married to someone, you don't always like someone doesn't always win the fight and you don't always come to a resolution. You just kind of like live in the fight forever. Like a fight about making a bed or like who's doing the dishes. Like someone obviously does them that day. But you might just always live with someone who never does the dishes and you just have to decide if you're going to leave them or do them. (laughs) Like that might just be your life. And talking to couples and having those things like they seem like little things. But when it's every day, all the time with someone, they can grow and become bigger things. It's it's never I mean, you know, we hear all of these breakup stories about one act. It's never just one act. It's a buildup of many, many, many things. And yeah, I don't think I made it out to be one act i mean obviously it's not it's just like at the end of the day it doesn't work yeah so yeah and again it's also like if if somebody uh, get your life is pretty public you're very open it is very entertaining but there's always a, a perspective where you know some stories may be emasculating some stories may be misconstrued in a different way that will be you know in somebody's it's supposed opinion to be a little negative. funny it is but <laughs> and it the 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 point is like he he knew all along either he you know did not opt out in a very very clear way or did not give you a reason to instead of provide negative stories for the lack of a better description 
if you gave more fun stories, you will have more fun stories. That's true. If our sex life was very yeah. adventurous, I would probably be telling those stories. You'd be screaming sh- it out of the top of my lungs, which I'm very excited to do once I do have a girlfriend. But, you know, what's interesting about this guy is he probably wouldn't have liked that either. Hmm. He probably wouldn't have liked those braggy stories. Um, and so that's fine. But, like, I literally only have the stories to tell that happen. <laughs> so I'm not going to make anything up. Yeah. No. And it is what it is. But yeah. so that's been my life. And now I'm kind of living in a war zone, which is not fun. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to have a place, but that fell through. And so now it's also the timing. So it's a couple days into the month. I thought that he was going to be moving out next weekend, which would have been, I think, two weeks from when we broke up, three mm-hmm. weeks, whatever. Um, and now he doesn't have a place and there's no boxes being packed and nothing being cleaned. And he's kind of just like there all the time. So every day I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. Did you find a place? Did you look at a place? Because when I was apartment hunting, I spend all day Saturday and Sunday looking at apartments and I bring boxes home every yeah. day from work and I'm packing boxes every night. Cause you know, you can't obviously box can't, everything up. Yeah, You can't pack everything in one weekend. It has to be, you start Uh, being like you start Uh packing stuff immediately and when you share the house with someone and only one person is moving you gotta look in every place for the things that are yours of Uh the bunch and you know it's complicated so it just doesn't put me at ease and at the end of this month I'm going on vacation with my mom Uh and then I have to quarantine and so if he's still there, That's, he's trying to move out while I'm trying to quarantine and I have people coming and they're going to be taking my bed and I won't have a new bed because I will have been gone the week before mm-hmm. having a vacation. Then I have, and I made this clear before, like I want to have the vacation and come back with my good vacation vibes mm-hmm. and have my house and whatever. I don't want to come back and then have to deal with breakup and sadness right away that kills my vacation vibe. So is the is I don't want to plan... not have a couch and a bed to come back to. Well, well, I was thinking it's like, I mean, I would assume that would be nicer to come back to a half empty apartment. Than to have him there moving out the next day. Yeah. Yes you're gonna no. lose. You're gonna lose the bed anyway. You're gonna lose the couch anyway. I know, but guess what? Under that bed is all my stuff, and all around there is all my stuff. And I don't trust movers to be moving around all of my antiques when I'm got not it, fucking got there. Got it. So and so now we have to like fight about this, and it's gonna screw up. You're gonna ruin my vacation that I haven't even had yet because you don't get a place and move out fast enough, and yet you're the one that wants like get out. Yeah. So the, I don't want the, him to leave, but like, if you're going to leave, get the fuck out. I told him back in September and I told him like a year before that when we had a big old fight, like if you're not staying forever, get all of your things and get out of my life now, which is why he wasn't supposed to move in unless we mm-hmm. were getting married. I'm very cut and dry. Like I know things are complicated or whatever, but from the beginning of our yeah. relationship, I was looking for a life partner. 100%. And I don't know, I think he was probably not honest with himself early on when he sort of realized it. I think I have been committed to working on the relationship. But if you ask him, he would say the same thing. He feels like he bent over backwards to make this work. Yeah, I don't think that's in an actionable way. Yeah, We're all heroes in our own stories. He thinks he's being gaslit. I think I'm being, like, we both feel like we're going crazy. We both think the other person's being selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I said, you know, the first or the 15th and now he's talking about May 1st and yeah. I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. So let's run through the scenario. So ideally he would have left already top of the month. No, next week. Okay. We had a plan mid for of, next week. Mid of middle of the month. Yeah. Ish. Okay. 
that's it seems and, that and like, in new york by the way for our listeners that don't live here you can rent an apartment in one day yep. you can rent it any day of the month because if it's open they want it rented as soon as possible and they'll um prorate prorate the, the days, so, yeah. right so you're just paying for the mm-hmm. days you're there and you know all sorts of things can be negotiated so it doesn't really matter the question is like i mean you just mentioned nothing is being packed means even if he found a place, there'll still be some... Exactly. And that's what I said to him. He's like, but where are we going to put all the boxes? And our place is small. Yeah. That's true. But I moved a bunch of things out of the living room so he could throw up a couple of stacks of bins. Mm-hmm. So he's at least half packed. And he's not even organized to pack. Like his studio Has he done anything? room... He's he's looked at a couple places. No, I mean like packing-wise. No, not one thing. He found a company. He wants to get like reusable bins, which I think is really nice. Mm-hmm. But you rent them for... a a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks mm-hmm. from this company instead of boxes. Yeah. They drop them off, you fill them, then you take them to the new place, they come and pick them up. That's great. So I said, have them delivered. I said, I'm home this night if you want to have them delivered. Fucking pack them up so you're ready to go. Yeah. I'm, um, I, again, <laughs> the neurotic person that I am. I'm like uh, about to start packing your yeah. shit. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing too. Like For me... I, if I'm going to move, um, we're, we're recording in April. Um, if I'm going to move, it's going to be on October. If that's even, I'm not even thinking of moving because I'm thinking of purchasing something. Um, I'm already thinking how, how to pack now because this is going to be a long process. When I decided I was ready to move out of my current place, I started trying to eat our way through everything in the freezer, everything mm-hmm. in the cupboards, use up everything I can, stop buying. Like usually when something's running low, I'll buy it. I stop doing that. All sorts of things in preparation to move, going through my closets and yep. getting rid of clothes yep. and things like that. Just paring down because you have an upcoming move. Then if I know I'm going to move next month and I have I actually have all the boxes, then I would start packing my books, for example, and knickknacks, like things that I don't use every mm-hmm. day. So that when it comes to moving week, I have, you know, the things that I actually do need. I have a whole system. Yeah. It's and you know he has a lot of of materials like tools too. Those oh are oh my god, those yes. are sensitive. And his studio is such a mess; he can't even paint in there now. So there's no reason he wouldn't be packing up all that stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, for me, Tom, I'm you know I kind of understand that if I'm still photographing, if I'm still using the stuff that I'm going to pack, that's I can't. I you know I have to schedule which ones I pack first, which ones I pack last. If this is right. going to be a long move, again, it, the the mere fact that he has not started the attempts of organization is concerning. That you know you're talking about middle of the month talking about and you were talking about him dragging it out and that was actually part of the reason i wanted to put the podcast out and why i kept asking Mm -hmm. you because it kind of holds him accountable yeah because holds you accountable too because this has happened before this has happened before Mm -hmm. i didn't want it to then i was Mm -hmm. mad at him for not following through that time Mm -hmm. and i was mad at him for not following through on what he said Mm -hmm. And I know people are humans, but I really don't fucking like it when people don't stick to your word. Yeah. If you say you're going to go to therapy, fucking call therapists and set up an appointment. Yeah. He I didn't mean, even do that part. Even just the setting up the research, he didn't even do that. So you lied then. Then that's a lie. If you never intended mm-hmm. to do it, it's a straight up fucking lie. Yeah. I, I, maybe it's a little bit embarrassing. Maybe you never really intended to do it. Maybe you're just, you know spewing rhetoric but that's a lie it's called lying yeah it's it's it is very difficult but 
you know, at the very least, if you said something that you don't mean to do, at least let people know that you've changed your mind, not pretend that you're trying. Because mm-hmm. like, that's, that, you know, the, the support, the love turns from love and support and understanding to anger. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't want to lose. Um, and right know. now, like, we kind of have been getting along okay. I thought he was moving out one week from now. If he's not, that's kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I and I'm going to be packing for my trip, and you know what I mean. And I'm going to be pulling stuff out for that. I have like 17 swimsuits to pack, so like it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to come home to an empty apartment, and it all hits me because this is really painful for me, and it's not fair. I understand it's also painful for him, and he's grieving the loss of his family members, and that is a whole other yeah. next level, like unimaginable thing that I am so sorry about, but he also like wouldn't let me be there and, you know, wants to, wants to live and deal with things on his own. So then go and do that and stop making, bringing that shit into my life. Like if you're not going to let me actually be there, don't drag me into that shit. And I, I I don't know. I may be speaking for both of us, but I think if the move does happen and he gets to a place Okay, some paintings are falling apart now. Um, you know, if the move does happen and he does get to the place, the area that he prefers, has always preferred, I think it'll be v- better for him to. He'll start to feel something's not right. Better. Like he's either mm-hmm. depressed, yeah, or I, obviously he's sad about um, losing his mom. But either he's depressed. Or he's just resentful. I feel like he's resented yeah. me for a long time. For I mean, we, we, we've discussed this in a, a previous episode about he's really, really looking for just this particular area. And this area is his place. Yeah, which and, is weird to begin with. But also he like, I'm somehow a reminder of him not doing things. Like if I try to talk to him about anything that I need, mm-hmm. it somehow is an attack on him and a judgment of him or or a put down or whatever and it is none of those things it is really just like hey there's two of us and we live our life together and the house has to be cleaned every week and the laundry has to be done every week none of that is an attack on you none of you know or like i need more hugs like that's not an attack i just need more hugs yeah Yeah. and yeah it's it's again it's communication again it's interpretation of the words that come from other people interpretation of what a relationship what love is like people do have different love languages but you know you have to do what your partner needs not what you need and it changes again every day it's people think that you find somebody that fits you yeah they fit you at that moment that but that it's moment not going to stay time. that way. You're both, both going to grow, grow and change. So you have to adjust. Your needs mm-hmm. change. Your schedules change. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And he just wasn't willing to do any of those things. And and he was like, I just am how I am. Take it or leave. And it's like, yeah, well, like, I accept you how you are if you also accept me how I am and make <laughs> an effort to know and love that. Yeah. So yeah. breakups are hard. And this is the, the, the non-glamorous logistical part of breakups that uh, – is not particularly sexy, but I'm I'm sure a lot of people kind of has experienced yeah. it. Uh, uh, you know, I again I am I am the outlier. When I got divorced, it was pretty seamless. It was it was pretty pretty easy. Um, there were a rough couple of conversations, mostly centering our our former cat or my former cat. But for the most part, it was like yeah, you know, couples therapy. 
didn't work out, move out for X amount of months, come back at X month. Cut and dry. Um, but it, then again, everything was mostly amicable on our end. Uh, so, uh, But it is on ours. Like, yeah. you know, the podcast thing was the only thing. It's just now that, now that I know that he's leaving, like the cup that doesn't need to be in the fucking cupboard is so annoying. Pack the fucking <laughs> cup, you know, just like stupid shit like that. So if I have to rebuild my life, I'd like to do that already because my life has already been on hold for three and a half years mm-hmm. waiting for this shit. And now I'm starting over and it could have happened in September. It could have happened, yeah. you know, whenever. So if I have to do that, like, let me get on with it, yeah. especially get- as a woman. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hate those societal norms, but I am older now the dating pool is like a cesspool of trash when i look at the hinge the people are old they look shitty their interests are shitty the ones that look kind of interesting you do know that i am on hinge i do definitely describing i've seen other people that i know on hinge too (laughs) but like um and i stand by what i said um (laughs) we're all shitty and old Oh my God. So it's, I'm like, am I older than I thought? But you know, it's like your dating range, whatever. So um, some of them, like they, they are hot, but then everything they say is shitty. And I'm like, they're an awful person that just wants to like hook up or whatever. Or then they're like, oh, that looks like a nice guy. We have similar values. Oh, but he has children already. Or, um, or they're like, you know, a moderate or a conservative, you know, it's just, it's not good options. And I'm really late in life and I don't want to date someone that has kids. And like my career is not exactly where I wanted to be. And 2020 happened and everything else. So it's like, I need to get on with things. I am excited. I, I would have bought a house last year and be living in a different state if it wasn't for him. And I told him that when the, I said, you're the only thing keeping me here now. And he still did this. Mm. So those are the kinds of things that like upset me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Understandable. I could be living in a house. Yeah. You're complaining about something else, like the gutters. Oh, I can always complain about something. The shoveling the snow. You know, it's funny that you bring those things up because when I thought about him and I, one of our goals and one of the things we did right from the start was saving for a house. Mm-hmm. But once I realized that I was the one doing the dishes and I was the one cleaning and I was the one doing all the things and he didn't care about any of that stuff, I was like, how are we going to own a house together? Because when you own a house, what you do on the weekends is clean out the gutters, you mow the lawn, lawn. you shovel the driveway. You drive your trash sometimes to the Oh yeah, sometimes you got to take it to a dump or you're recycling. Oh my God, I heard about my friend had to do that every Sunday. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. My dad does that. Oh. Um, sometimes, you know, you you garden, you're painting, mm-hmm. you're repairing things. Like a house is a whole other job. Yeah. And same with kids. And I was like, he's not going to do any of those things. Like, mm. how would that work? I'm the only one taking care of the house and he's living in it? Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because when you on paper and when we met, like so many things in common. And I still think that's true. But when you think about those day-to-day lifestyle things, like those really matter too. You and your ex, yeah. you eat almost exclusively meat and junk food. Yeah. And she was a vegan. Yep. Like that, yeah. that's yeah. pretty difficult to work out. Mm-hmm. This more recent one that you dated, you want to watch anime with your kids and like, you know, have fun stuff. You've got action figures around your house and she wanted to like build a crib, you yeah. know? So it's just, those things are different. Yeah. It, and, and what, what excites me the most is, eventually you'll be back on the saddle and you're right it's not about it you, you tomorrow's we can't uh, determine whether tomorrow's the day that you're going to find your next person but at least 
having your own space already helps expedite those things. Like you're just not waiting. You're not in limbo. Right. And, and now then, I'm still waiting. Yeah. And when you do start. I need my control back. Yeah. Because it's not just like you, you get an apartment and that's it. You still have to get furniture, fix them, fix stuff up. You know, if you're going to move, new routine, new grocery new store. Routine. New no routine. New routine is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Even if you don't move, like it's a different routine. Yeah. You, your, your walk to the train station is a different time. You're scheduled to the gym. It's a lot of work. You don't before, have to fight for the bathroom. You don't have to. <laughs> before and, and oh, um, um, fucking um, new neighbors. You never know. You know. That's, oh, God. That's, that's scary. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. But, but. I'm like half excited uh, and half kind of scared because like once you do get on the saddle, once you do start dating, because I, I, I think I am the saddle, by the way. Uh, oh, you're the saddle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but um, once you do start going out, because, and you will, I mean, it's so different. Like our, it's supposed to be the other way around. I'm supposed to be one complaining about all the dates and you're supposed to be like drowning in dick. Right, but I hate all of them. That's true. Well, like the people, okay, so here's what's interesting. The people that hit on me, I don't know if it's my look, I don't know if it's my energy, I don't know what it is, but the only people that are, I'm a very strong person, so I think the people that feel bold enough to hit on me are not really my type. And I like someone who's, um, who's dominant, not like dominant, but like, who can wear the pants, so to speak. Mm -hmm. That's sort of an antiquated phrase, but, you know, and can make decisions and things like that, but also lets me do it when I want to. I think I I don't want to be bossed around, but I don't want to, a lot of times I'm found, you know, years ago, you remember there was those guys that wanted to be like my errand slaves and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, I don't necessarily want to be the dominant one, but I don't want to have no control because then I'll feel like I'm in another abusive relationship. It's not, but the guys that hit on me, yeah, but the guys that hit on me are like douchey bros, um, or like cat calling guys on the street. It's not like real people. They're fake people. No, they're, they're real people, but they're not like they're not actually hitting on me. Mm. They wouldn't know. It's just hard to describe. I don't know. Whereas you're more open. That's well. I mean, it's just like I'm really picky. No, but do you think I'm not? No. Well, I mean, I'm meaning <laughs> I'll I'll go out on a date with anyone, but I don't like every single person that I meet. I know that. And that that's And that's true of everyone. Yeah. And but like I see the liberals and I'm like not liberal enough mm-hmm. for them. Like they want to go spelunking at night. Like no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna go on a camping that sounds trip. Fun. I would go spelunking, but not at night. And, uh, yeah. Well it's already like night bat, inside. So it's yeah. I know, but there's just something about I don't know. Cave diving yo. Um yeah, if you don't know what spelunking is. <laughs> um so I'm like not quite enough and I'm not you know, politically at all, like conservative or whatever. So it's like, I don't, I can't date a Trump supporter. That's true. So I just I feel like that there's sort of slim pickings in the middle that yeah. are going to accept my lifestyle. And have, but I, I always know. look at it as you, you've always posited that, you know, apps 
is horrible and slim pickings, but everybody feels that way. Everybody thinks that the apps suck. You don't. You feel like now, you're in a candy n- store. Now, this past maybe 14 months, 15 months. I did like so many people, by the way, that it told me no more likes. So I'm oh, really trying. I'm putting in an effort. I'm doing a you. I'm isn't playing that the algorithms. The most, isn't, the, isn't that the, for me, uh, when when I was depressed, more depressed than I, I, would, I would like to have been, um, that was the saddest part when you swipe and you run out of no more likes, you know, no more swipes left. Mm-hmm. And then you wait maybe five days a week and then no matches. Oh, that's sad. But well, I get matches. Every exactly. Day. There you go. For me. But I never rematch with yeah, them. Yeah. And th- 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 but I'm not talking about people that hit on mm-hmm. me on apps. I'm talking about in real life. In real life. And there also is no more real life. Not yet. Even when you go to a restaurant, you've got a, a wall in between you. That's true. That's true. You're being kept way far apart. It it, it is going to be very interesting because I was so when so my most recent date. I was talking about this when you know we were here in the apartment. Is was she coming home to apartment just because it's been a year of no contact with most people? Probably. I. Uh, she was very honest and said, like, a little bit. Right? <laughs> I was teasing, right? but that's yeah. funny. She did say, like, you know, I mean, he, she, she has a thing about she hates the three-date rule where you sleep on the third date kind mm-hmm. of thing. Hates it. Because? So she, because it's like, you know, even if you don't subscribe to the idea, in the back of our heads, everybody thinks that a little bit. Mm. Right? You know, you you have to kiss on the second date. You have to sleep on the third date or you're wasting each other's time. Although everybody's time frames are different. No wonder I'm so disappointing to so many people. There you go. So she was going to be like, you know, we were going to, it's like if we ha- we were going to sleep together, it would have been probably the fourth, fifth, or sixth date. And I was down with that. I was going to go. But now you're going on a weekend. No, no, no. I was, I was under the impression that we were going to go to the weekend. And I said like, hey. Aston, in separate rooms. No, no, it's not. We cuddle. I'm great. Make out a little bit and 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 cuddle. I'm I'm happy because I too am not looking your to dick just is tired. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. <laughs> just, I'm not looking at like, you know, you know. I'm also looking at something more than just fucking. Right. And nowadays, that's going to be another wrinkle when you start dating. Is like, are you gonna break? Are you just gonna fuck? Like, fuck. It's three and a half years of little to no sex. This is passable. Let's rock it. Or you'll still like hold off for a very long time until you get that D. So I just came here from brunch and we, my friend and I were walking from the brunch to the train and I almost like a car was coming that I didn't see or I thought I could beat it, whatever. And my friend reached out to block me like the mom block, you know, Mm -hmm. in the car and kind of hit me in the vulva when she did it. <laughs> and she was like, I'm sorry, I think I just hit you in the crotch. And I was like, that's oh, okay. It's the most it's been touched in a long time. <laughs> uh, that note. <laughs> and my friends are awful and talk about me humping their legs and stuff. So that's about where we're at. We can take photos of that. That's good content. Ew. We can TikTok We were talking that. about it being an, a burlesque act, but. Yeah, you can, we can TikTok that. <laughs> It'd be a good boomerang. Just yeah. rrr, rrr, rrr. Uh, uh, friends humping friends. Friends humping friends less. They could be like a series. Or a challenge. Hashtag. <laughs> How many your, friends can you hump? Hump your friend's leg challenge. That's not a good hashtag. I'm not good. I'm not good with what youngins do. I'll have to think about the hashtag a little bit more. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. 
and uh, we'll do this again soon. I yeah. Guess. So. Okay. Uh,